welcome to the Cake Sugar Coach podcast. Join me each week as I interview experts who will share the science of sugar, sugar addiction, and different approaches to recovery. We hope to empower you with the information and inspiration, insights, and strategies you need to break up with sugar and fall in love with healthy whole foods so you can prevent and reverse chronic disease, lose weight, boost your mood, and energy. Feel free to go to my website for details on my coaching programs and to access free resources, kicksugarcoach.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kick Sugar Coach podcast. I have with me today, Dr. Daryl Joffrey, who's kind of like the celebrity. (laughs) He's the celebrity and those of us working in the health space and the sugar addiction recovery space. Um, And I really specifically want to pick his brain on two topics today. And one of them is around supplements. There's a million supplements out there. We're all overwhelmed. We wind up taking like 30 pills and we don't even know what's doing what. And it's overwhelming. And But Dr. Joffrey actually has incredible expertise in figuring out what are the basics that you need and here's what they do. And he's got a website called getoffyouracid.com where he has products that he's curated. Sometimes he's actually gone out of his way to make ingredients come together with companies that he works for to make sure that he's got the right products. So I want to talk about supplements. And then the second thing I want to talk about is acid reflux, because it's really, really common. And there's this massive misunderstanding about about it. And so Dr. Joffrey is going to touch on both of those topics. So welcome today. Thank you. So good to see you again. How's everything going? <laughs> good. And I didn't do very much of a, of a bio there. Just a quick, quick update there or quick um, some details. Yeah. Let's get right in. Let's get right in. That's what it's all about. Not about me. It's about how we can help everybody get to the next level. Okay. Okay. So you put together, how many years ago did you decide that you were going to have your own supplement line? And why did you decide to do that? Wow. I founded Alchemind in 2014. So um, I've been a chiropractor since 2001, which is crazy to think about it. But um, I've always been fascinated with the body, perform- human performance, brain optimization, because I suffered from sugar, you know, uh, sugar addiction for most of my life. And obviously, as we know, you know, back then, we weren't getting the answers from all the other doctors and even nutritionists. So we kind of, you know, uh, had to become health investigators, you know, and as I follow the evidence, the evidence led me to the different things that I discovered as far as what the body needs to release the inflammation, the acidity that comes along with sugar, right? Because sugar, it's it's not a food, it's a substance, it's a drug. In fact, it's become America's drug of choice. And when we consume sugar, it literally metabolizes into acid and acid equals inflammation. So for years, I just kind of became fascinated with ways to biohack my body um, to get quicker results because the reality, Florence, was I, I would basically stop sugar for two weeks and then I get back on sugar. And then I would stop sugar for two months and then I get on, on sugar. It was like the yo-yo syndrome. And as much willpower as I had, and I have very strong willpower, you know, when I want to go get something, I go after it, but sugar is so addictive. It was too hard. You know, we, we know you've coached so many people through this. Um, it's eight times more addictive than cocaine. So no matter how much willpower we have, it's very hard to beat sugar that way. So I had to kind of figure out some other ways to do that. And ultimately it became about adding in foods that strengthen my body, that alkalize my body and the key minerals that neutralize the effects that sugar has in your body. And it started the foundation of, of my company started with a green juice powder, um, which today I, I say is the core of a strength eating diet. 
um, that and a mineral powder. Um, because when you look at minerals, especially magnesium, I call magnesium the mighty mineral. It's the fourth most abundant mineral in the body, but it's the most deficient mineral we have. And when we consume sugar, what happens is it basically requires so much more magnesium to neutralize the effects that that sugar has in your body. For example, one molecule of uh, sugar requires about 54 molecules of magnesium just to basically break even. So one of the things that we become massively depleted in is magnesium. And for me, that was that was a big issue. I was massively depleted in minerals. You know, in high school, I was getting acne. Um, you know, I was getting injuries. I was playing competitive soccer and kept on getting injured. So I just had to find my own way. And when I started, um, I came across the green juice powder when I went to Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within, which was a life changing seminar for me. So when I first heard about the alkaline diet, um, and just, boy, you know, like when you hear something and it's just kind of like, it just strikes you really hard. You're like, this is it. Well, that was it for me. So I bought his green juice powder and I brought it back to New York in my office. I remember trying that first one. It was a very good quality product. I mean, Tony Robbins makes very, very good stuff, but it tasted like swamp water. It was disgusting. I mean, um, I, I was so motivated to do it. I kind of like got through it. It wasn't only just that it tasted really gnarly. Um, my taste buds were so used to sugar because you know what happens. We get desensitized, right? And it's like a drug. We need more of that drug just to kind of to, to be neutral. So I needed more of the, of, of sugar just to kind of get that high, but I needed more of the good stuff to kind of balance that off. So, um, it was partially, it just wasn't the best tasting green juice powder and my body was just desensitized from just the sugar abuse over the years. So at that moment, um, I started bringing in these canisters to my office and giving them to my patients because literally within a few weeks, my cravings went down. It was amazing. I just started adding green juice into my diet that alkalized, you know, one gram of net carbs, very, very low sugar, um, and just alkalized my body. And it was incredible within a few weeks by not focusing on deprivation or stopping sugar, by focusing on adding something that strengthened my body and had this amazing effect on sugar, I started to feel better. Um, I started to lose a little bit of weight because I was 50 pounds heavier than I am today. And it was incredible. After a few weeks, like my cravings were gone. And you know, it wasn't just that green juice powder. Um, I started adding in Himalayan salt and sea salt. I started adding in uh, more healthy greens, like green smoothies. Um, but again, at the core of this was those two products. So um, when I brought it to my patients, you know, literally two days later, they brought the canister back. They're like, I'm not drinking this. Are you crazy? So I was the crazy man that was okay to drink. I'm like, I'm going to do whatever I, I, I need to do to get the result that I was after because um, I knew that this was the key, but it wasn't going for my patients. So at that time, it was like the light bulb went off, which is like, I need to make a product like this that is as healthy as can be, that compromises zero on the integrity of the ingredients um, and also combining those ingredients in a way that has the most powerful effect on your body, the best bang for our buck, but also that didn't taste bad, right? Um, and that's kind of how Alchemine was formed. It took me two years to actually formulate those first two products because I wasn't going to compromise. You know, there's so many, as you mentioned, there's a million products out there. And the problem is that 99% of them are garbage. You know, they might look pretty on the outside, but when you look at the actual label and what's on the inside, um, it's actually most of these products are doing more harm than good. So I became an expert in understanding ingredients, how they mix, what are the most powerful superfoods, how do they um, metabolize and manifest in the body. And, you know, that's how this was formed. And it was amazing because um, we use them for myself, for my family, for my patients. Uh, but before we knew it, we started gaining, gaining traction, you know, and um, 
it, it was the beginning of the journey looking back. And uh, it was the greatest thing that I ever did because it's really just kind of blossomed from there. And we have so many other products there, all designed to alkalize, energize the body, strengthen it from the inside out. Mm-hmm, incredible. And I do know that when you look at your at your website under products, you have your greens. And I only, because I, I'm so sensitive to sweeteners, I choose to only use the, the raw version, right? there. But the others have a tiny touch of, tiny touch of monk fruit in them. So mild. I have tried it. Um, and it doesn't trigger me. And it's such a mild sweetness that almost just kind of almost takes a bit of the edge off the bitterness of any, any bitterness in the greens. But why did you choose monk fruit? And and how much is in there? And people have such concerns about all these sweeteners that they're not familiar with. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's a great question. So first and foremost, the reason why we added monk fruit. So this was this is like um our raw, they're all raw, but we call them our raw greens. Um, which doesn't have any monk fruit in it. So we do have an option for those people that, you know, want to go straight up greens, more hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, but for many people who are transitioning, like me in the beginning, like it was a little bit challenging for me to do the Tony Robbins ones. And for many people going right to a greens like this, it might be a little challenging for them. And at the end of the day, like I want, I want to succeed. I want you to succeed. So because of that, we added in to your point, a little bit of monk fruit. When you look at uh, for instance, like our berry greens right here, which is one of our favorites, especially for kids. Kids love this one. Um, it has 21 of the most alkalizing ingredients. So literally, when you look at like the top superfoods in the world, this has it like wheatgrass juice, uh, kale, spinach, dandelion. It's got four different sprouts, including broccoli sprouts. Broccoli sprouts, the number one anti-cancer fighting food in the world. There's turmeric. Um, so it's lowering inflammation. So it's what, it's what I call the triple A to health. It's a potent antioxidant, a powerful anti-inflammatory, and it's highly alkalizing to not just your gut, to your blood and your body. Um, but for some of the, for some of these people that were transitioning to this lifestyle, again, like a little bit of monk fruit is way better than what they were doing, which was going back to their life of sugar addiction and everything else. So um, when you look at it, monk fruit is the last ingredient on here. I chose monk fruit because there's going to be no spike on insulin. Um, stevia has that effect as well, but stevia can have a little bit of bitterness to it. Um, they do make a non-bitter stevia. So I was literally tasting all these different things um, to see like what is going to have the, the least effect on insulin. Well, these don't affect insulin at all. So when we eat sugar, the big problem with sugar is literally it dumps insulin into the blood. And we know that insulin is not only your fat storage hormone, so it's going to affect liver function, it's going to affect your body, you're going to gain weight, um, but it's also obviously massive infl- inflammation producing. Um, that's what insulin is. It's, it's going to create inflammation. People think that its job is to lower blood sugar, but that's not what insulin does. Yes, it does do that. The job of it is a transport hormone. It's a transport, obviously, glucose into the cell. Um, but the more insulin we dump into the blood over the course of our lifetime, this is crazy. The research shows we die sooner. It lowers our longevity. So the goal with everything we do is to not have that insulin dump. Um, so that's why I like monk fruit over something like a coconut sugar. So coconut sugar is 40% fructose. Um, it's a liver toxin. It's better than like white sugar or brown sugar. So that's kind of been always, always my mantra, Florence, which is like this you should never put into the body, right? White sugar, brown sugar. That's just obviously evil, right? Um, this would be a better option. So better than white sugar and brown sugar would be something like maple syrup or uh, coconut sugar. Still, obviously, we don't want to put those into the body. But like the better or best version would be something like 
a monk fruit or a, a stevia. Um, so again, like we did, we added this in, um, in just a minute amount just to give that little extra bit of sweetness um, without the insulin spike. Now, the challenge that some people have, 99.9% um, .9 of the people like yourself, Lawrence, who you, you can be sensitive to things like this. You weren't sensitive to this, which is just showing how minimal it is. But there are, you know, that that less than 1% of people that maybe can become a little sensitive. When I say sensitive to it, if I'm trying to beat sugar um, and all of a sudden I take something in over here that has a little sweetening property to it, even though it's a, a healthy form, it's not spiking my insulin it might trigger my brain to say, hey, I sense sugar, I want the real thing. So people might have that urge to go after the sugar that they've been addicted to. That's what we see with artificial sweeteners all the time. Mm -hmm. You get something like a diet soda, which is worse than the, than the real soda, all right? Because they're putting aspartame into it, which is literally a neurotoxin. It's in over 6,000 products. So the, the brain senses the sweetness from the artificial sweetener, but there's no calories. But it's kind of like it's like trick. It never got it. So the later on in the day, like the body's gonna go looking for that. So artificial sweeteners obviously is a trillion times, it's not even the same category. Um, so again, so we added uh Lohan because um and there's there's some strengthening properties to it for the gut microbiome, and it's such a minuscule amount that people who might tend to be sensitive, um, it's not gonna really affect them. I mean, I've I've been dealing with clients with this since 2014, and I've never had somebody that had that issue happen to them. Um, so again, uh, we have the version that doesn't have it, but we have the version that does have it. So if you are transitioning to this lifestyle, we want to ensure that you succeed. And if it's going to help you or your children, right? Because not many children are going to drink this. My, my crazy kids do, but they've been drinking this since they've been eight months old. But many kids like, you know, age five or six or seven, most kids are addicted to sugar. They're more addicted than we are. They're not going for a straight up green juice powder, but when we give them the berry greens, they love that, right? Or if we give them the strawberry minerals, they love this. It's, it's, this is like a pink color. We, we added in beetroot to it to give it that pink color because there's nothing artificial about anything in here. And I remember we had a friend out in California, um, who was drinking Gatorade every day, which is virtually sugar water. Well, I call this now the Gatorade of the 21st century because it's so healthy for you and it's got those four most powerful minerals. Uh, obviously magnesium, um, calcium citrate, potassium bicarbonate, and sodium bicarbonate, which is baking soda. We'll talk about reflux soon, but very good for reflux patients because their big deficiency is magnesium. So anyway, that's the kind of big story behind how monk fruit came into the picture. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, most most of us are just fine with it. Yeah, 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 cool. And if you're not, I, I only eat the raw. I did try it. My daughter has the fruit one. She uses those. She was actually on a trip to Thailand and and then she went to Bali and she was working on a cruise ship in Australia. And she always carries your products around because they're quick and easy. If she can't grab something to eat, she knows, you know, she's got a little something to tide her over until she can get something. Um, this Good for her. You, you've done well. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's on. Listen, it's challenging with kids. You know, it's it's the biggest challenge. And, you know, our we see like what happens in our schools and my my kids come back home like, Daddy, why can't I drink soda? You know, they know why, um, mm -hmm. but, you know, their, their friends are drinking at school. So we look like the bad guys, but we yeah. love our children. And, you know, we're not going to give them that crap. There's no yeah. way. I mean, it's like the high fructose corn syrup. It is like literally a liver toxin. It's a tsunami. Um, and it's just so sad to see what's happening to the children these days. I mean, for the first time in human history, our children, right, our children have a lower longevity than we do. It's the first time we've ever seen this happen. The question is, is why? Um, you know, it's it's a combination of the increase in sugar and not the white sugar that we know it as, 
because literally the consumption of that is actually decreased. It's the sugar that snuck its way into our diet. It's hiding in foods that we think are healthy, like protein bars and pasta sauces and salad dressings and obviously the bigger stuff like bagels and uh, and all that stuff, right? Um, but literally, like it's in everything. And the easiest way to know if you're addicted is don't eat for two or three hours and see how you feel. If you're like going running to the kitchen looking for the snack, that shows you're addicted. So that's when we have to start to add these types of products in and focus on foods that are high in minerals because ultimately it's that mineral deficiency that's driving a huge part of the sugar addiction that so many of us are dealing with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, just to go to go back to that, I find that your raw, your raw greens, like straight up, no monk fruit, just all the, the, the stuff that you stick in it, perfectly delicious. Like I... Lauren, check this out. So I'm going to take a scoop. Just watch what happens on the scoop. Okay. Yeah. Look at, see this? Look at the sides. Yeah. Look, look what, what is when that? I, you, I don't know if you can see. These greens are so powerful. Look at this. You see it? I'm not even pull, touching pull it. Pull it back a little bit. Pull it back just a little bit. Yes. There. Yes. Look. Yeah. What is that? Electromagnetic something. That's exactly right. It's electrostatic negative. So this is why I do live blood cell testing. And um, I had this uh, celebrity trainer that came to visit me in New York when I was living in New York City. Now I'm in um, in Naples, Florida. I got green powder all over my test, um, uh, which is a good thing. Um, and he was very stressed with going through um, a breakup and uh, was traveling. So we looked at his blood. And this is a health guy who's on his game and, you know, very fit, good diet. And all his red blood cells were completely come together which is not good. We call it blood sludge. Like you can't oxygenate the, the tissues. It's a sign of acidity. And there was many different things that, that were causing it. So um, he's like, how do I separate that? What's the fastest way? I said, drink a green juice. And he drank a green juice. We put a, a scoop right in a glass of water. He pounded it. Then we went back and literally five minutes later, we retested his blood and all those red blood cells, which carries your hemoglobin, your oxygen carrying capacity, most important nutrient for the body, they separated and he like literally he posted on his Instagram. It was so powerful. Now I told him like this, if at the end of the day, like, you know, a day later, if we came back and retested, your blood would go back to that because that was the lifestyle that he was leading for the last few weeks, few months. So ultimately he had to keep on doing these things like anything in life. You know, it's like we need more deposits than withdrawals, right? It's the same thing. When you have a lot of stress and right now we are literally, literally bathing in our cortisol, like marinating in our cortisol hormones. I mean, the amount of stress that we're all going through physically, chemically, and emotionally is so high. Um, it's affecting us down to the cellular level. So we have to meet that stress demand. And that's what the lifestyle is. It's right. It's the right diet, what I call a strength eating diet, which is obviously, you know, greens and minerals, healthy fats, moderate protein, because too much protein creates sugar, right? And then your fiber rich, slow burning carbs. So we've got to get the diet right the right supplements that we're deficient in. So we can, we could touch base as quickly on the five supplements we all need, whether we're adults or, or children. And then you have to have strategies to manage the stress. So what I was telling him was, is that we have to put these strategies in place so that on an ongoing basis, your blood stays healthy. But it was so cool to show that when we alkalize with the greens, right? What you saw there was the electrostatic negative principle of those greens. They basically go into your blood within 30 seconds and what they do is they they strengthen your blood, but they also open up the blood. They basically bring apart those red blood cells so they can go deeper into the tissues, drive out that inflammation, drive out the toxins so your body can actually release them. Very, very powerful stuff. I'm shocked that that can be done in five minutes. Like if you'd said to me, oh, an hour later, you know, we could see an improvement, like five minutes and you can already see a shift in, in the blood. That's crazy. 
Yeah. And think about the other way. Think about like when we eat sugar, like I, I've done the studies with live blood cell testing. And for all you though, well, I'm listening that don't know what that is. We take a drop of blood from the fingertip and I put it under a microscope. So it's, it's real time. The blood is alive. Not like when we go to the doctor, they draw your blood here. Um, and then they basically bring it to a lab and the blood is, is dead. Right. Um, and you're only looking at three or four days worth of what's going on in your body. And that's important too, because that's looking at the quantity of your, of your blood. This is your D levels. This is your red blood cell level, white blood cell level, liver enzymes. So you need to know that too. But when we look at the live blood, it's measuring basically the quality of the blood. Like, what is going on within that blood system? And it's, it's, it's critical because we can see it both ways. If I put something healthy into the body, like the green juice, then we can see the cell separate. But if we consume sugar, this has been proven in the research. And I see this, what happens literally within two hours, you see those white blood cells, we call them neutrophils. They're like, remember that game Pac-Man growing up? Uh, the millennials might not know what Pac-Man is, but it's like, it's going in eating up all the bad stuff. Those white blood cells become paralyzed. They stop functioning. They're there, but they don't work. And we see that up to five hours from literally the small ingestion of sugar. So it goes both ways. If we eat something good that strengthens our body, it's going to lower inflammation and basically improve our cell cellular function. But if we eat something like sugar, grains, artificial sweeteners, it's going to do the complete opposite. And it's amazing that you can actually quantify that in a live blood cell test. Incredible. Wow. People, I mean, just, I'll get all my clients to wear CGM so they can see the data. You can't kid yourself. You know what that food's doing, right? And yeah. all the other sort of levers that you're pulling to try and manage, manage our blood sugars, keep them in that zone. And this is kind of the same thing. Like it's data. You, It's like you're at, you can't unsee those kinds of in your face re data results. That's amazing. It's great okay. to feel it because it will energize your whole body, not like sugar. It's like energizing you down to the cellular level. It's great to feel it and everybody does feel it, mm -hmm. um, but it's also nice to objectively see it as well. Yeah, really, totally, yes. And I, just for clarification, when we say the word alkalize, there's certainly, there's people from the keto sort of more carnivore space that are saying, no, acid is good. You can have, you can have a two alkaline digestive tract. Don't listen to all, anyways, it's all part of the diet wars stuff. But I just want to clarify that when Dr. Joffrey's saying alkalize, he's talking about remineralizing the body and everyone needs to have high levels of minerals and that the soil even if we're eating lots of vegetables, the soil's depleted in minerals. Massively, massively depleted. Massively. So we'll go there in a second. So when we're talking about alkalizing the body, we're talking about remineralizing the body. And there are minerals that are considered acidic and there are minerals that are considered alkaline. And th those potassium, sodium, magnesium, right? Those are the minerals that we need to replenish when we've been eating over-consuming processed junk foods because that de depletes us of those minerals. Plus all of the beautiful food that we think we're getting those minerals from are so deficient. Is magnesium a big deficiency in the soil these days? Is that, is that why we're so magnesium deficient? It's, I would say the soil is probably, the soil is the number one reason why we are most depleted. Dr. Caroline Dean in uh, Magnesium Miracle talks about that and gives all the research, mm -hmm. um, the pesticides, the, fer the uh, herbicides, the fungicides, um, uh, genetic monophyl crops. I mean, uh, you know, the rapid turnover. So yes, that's where it's starting. And then of course, um, you know, our diets, you know, the standard American diet, which is the sad diet. So yes, we are massively depleted and, and magnesium is critical for over a thousand enzymatic functions in the body. It, it's the number one neuroprotector of the brain. Like we need to get that. So many people are dealing with anxiety and depression and brain fog. Um, there's a huge gut connection to that leaky gut, uh, endotoxins from the gut that go up into the brain that cause inflammation. 
Um, so if you're dealing with any of those things, you have to look at the gut, but also the neuroprotectors of the brain. And um, I love what you said about the alkalizing because there is such a misconception out there. Um, and you nailed it. It is about mineral deficiency because when we talk about alkalizing, we're talking about the blood pH. There's all different pHs of the body, but I'm talking about the blood pH. And the blood pH is always constant. It should be tightly regulated at uh, 7.4, you know, narrowly between 7.35 and 7.45, but ideally at 7.4. But just like my temperature, my body temperature, my body regulates my temperature for me. I don't need to tell it what to do. So if I'm in New York City and it's 20, to 20 degrees out, I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt, I go outside, what's going to happen? My body robs Peter to pay Paul. This is the most important concept we're going to talk about. The body robs Peter to pay Paul. I will start to shiver to create energy to, ki to keep my temperature at 98.6. Because if I don't do that, temperature drops, I die eventually, right? So the body says, I'm going to actually sacrifice whatever I need to, to make sure that we keep that core temperature 98.6, give or take a little bit. So we start to shiver to create energy that creates warmth. But if we keep going, eventually that's not enough. we got to get out of the cold. So the body will literally start to lose its fingers and its toes to bring the, that blood from your, your extremities into its visceral, into the insides. Why? To keep you alive. But you got to get out of the cold. And if you don't get out of the cold, eventually the body is doing so much of this kind of recalibration, it, it's not enough. It's It works the same way with your blood pH. It's like a thermostat. So naturally, the body has a bunch of different buffers. I talk about this in my first book, Get Off Your Acid from blood proteins to um, adrenal glands, to your kidneys, uh, to fat. Um, obviously, minerals is a huge buffer. So 200 years ago, we weren't pumping up our body with all the sugar that we are now. So the body had these built-in buffers to make sure that the blood pH was always tightly regulated. Again, if that number, if your blood pH goes down by more than a point, you're dead. So to your body, the blood pH is king. In fact, when you look at guidance physiology, you know, in medical school, chiropractic college, this is what we learned in week one. It says the most important thing to the health of the blood is the hydrogen ion concentration, which is the acidity of the blood. So your body has these built-in buffers to make sure that your pH is always stable. But what we didn't account for, Florence, is this massively acidic diet, sugar, grains, dairy, too much meat consumption, poor animal proteins in terms of the quality of the meat, artificial sweeteners, coffee, all the acids that, that come with that. And that's why we have our acid kicking coffee to neutralize all the acids in the coffee. So what happens is we're dumping that into our, our body, destroying our gut, it's getting into the blood. And what happens? The pH of the blood starts to veer off course. Stress, by the way, the biggest cause of acid in the body. So now your body says, wait, the blood pH is king. If that veers off course, we die. We need to make sure that this doesn't happen. So again, Body robs Peter to pay Paul. What's the most powerful neutralizer of acid and inflammation? And you nailed it, Florence, minerals. So the body, if we don't have enough minerals in our diet, which most of us don't, the body starts to take calcium from the bones, throws it into the blood. Now what do we have? Osteoporosis, osteopenia. All the doctors are getting it wrong. They say that the cause of osteoporosis, osteopenia is a calcium deficiency. It's not. The average female has 10 times the amount of calcium in their body from diet than they do, um, than, 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 than they would otherwise. So again, it's not a calcium deficiency, it's a magnesium deficiency. The body's robbing it, and that's why we actually see the deficiency. Same thing with magnesium. We have magnesium in our bones and our muscles. The body steals that magnesium in bones to throw it into the, to throw it into the blood because the blood is king.
In fact, if I could just tell this in 30 seconds, a quick study, um, uh, they took, um, it was a huge study. I forget how many thousands of, of uh, women. Uh, they were nurses from Harvard and it was age 70 to 92. And what they did was they gave one group a thousand milligrams of calcium carbonate, very cheap form of calcium. And they were basically studying the effects of calcium on the bones. And then the other group basically got the sugar pill. It was like the placebo. The group that got the thousand milligrams of calcium not only doubled their, um, the risk factor of fractures, hip fractures. So again, it wasn't a calcium problem, but get this. Their incidence of, of Alzheimer's or potential for, all, for Alzheimer's went up 700%. Why is that? Calcium is critical. We need it in a certain amount, but once it goes above and beyond that, it actually promotes cellular death, including the neurons in our brain. So too much of that is bad. So it's all about robbing Peter to pay Paul, and it's about giving the body the nutrients that it needs so we don't have to use all these other sources in our body and get depleted. The body is so smart, it'll actually let the body fall apart before it lets the pH grow, of course. So that is why we have to mineralize, and it's such an important thing. It should be the number one thing we're putting into our body. The body runs on minerals. Proteins, fats, and carbs are important, but the body is electrical. It's conductivity through your nervous system. It needs those minerals for that to happen. Mm, incredible. Okay, awesome. Before I go off on to uh, acid reflux, an area of expertise for you, um, I just had one more question about one of your products. Um, well, one thing I'm very intrigued to see on your website is the omega three inflammation test kit, right? And that can what's really awesome. You can order from there, and you know, sort of see where your omega six to omega three oil ratios are. Do you want to see anything about that? Yeah, I mean, it's literally it's a little kit like this. Funny, I had one right here. Um, I think it's one of the most important things that we need to test for that most doctors are not testing for. Um, again, we send a kit, a little finger prick of the blood. It measures not only omega-3 deficiency, how deficient we are in omega-3 fatty acids, which is critical for not only um, lowering inflammation, but for optimizing brain system function. The research shows is that there are 96,000 um, preventable deaths every year that happens from omega-3 deficiency. So it tells you how deficient you are, but it also says that most important ratio of the body, which you just mentioned, omega-3 to omega-6, right? So what we need to know is that there are fats that heal and fats that kill. Omega-3s heal, omega-6s, which we find in like soybean oil, corn oil, canola oil, hydrogenated vegetable fats, cottonseed oil, um, rapeseed oil, the worst inflammatory fat of any food out there has the worst ratio. 954 times more inflammatory um, compared to omega-3s, which is insane. So that's one food that so many people are out there promoting as a health food and using it for cooking oils, which you should never use. So it measures that ratio in your body. And the ratio should be one to one, omega-3 to omega-6s, no more than three to one. So, you know, omega-6s to three, three times more than omega-3s. The average American pre-pandemic was 19 to one, post-pandemic, 25 to 1, which means they have 25 times more of these inflammatory fats in their body compared to the anti-inflammatory fats. And if there is one food that I can say is actually worse for your body than sugar, with certainty, it's omega-6 fats. And here's why. Your body will burn off the sugar right away because it's a, it knows it's a dirty burn and wants to get rid of it. But the half-life of omega-6 fats in your body is seven years. They basically rust and rot your body, your cardiovascular system, your brain from the inside out. Um, and remember, your brain is 60% fat, so they compete for the same enzyme. So if I have 25 times more omega-6s, which is the bad kind, 
then it's going to actually cause inflammation of the brain. And Florence, I've tested so many clients with this. I've seen 50 to one. I had a patient um, who was in high school. She came to visit me from Connecticut and she had 88 times more, the worst ratio I've ever seen. And she came to me with depression. She was on four or five different drugs. No doctors ever measured this. So I measured it. I put her on a high dose amounts of omega-3 fish oil. We cleaned up her diet with the sugar. Literally within four months, she was off of every medication. Depression was gone. Game changer in her life. And her ratio was under 10 to 1. Eventually, we got it under 3 to 1. So it's important. And you, you might be asking, well, if omega-6s are bad, why do we? Why should it be in the body at all? Why do you want 1 to 1? Because if I cut my finger inflammation heals. In the short run, inflammation heals your body. That's what omega-6s contribute to. But it's that chronic inflammation that's been there over time that is the one that's hurting us. So it looks at that. There's about 12 different biomarkers we look at. It'll actually measure um, your um, your tendencies towards dementia. It measures how much lifespan you have, which we call brain span, how much brain span you have left based on what your current what your current blood test shows, if you don't change anything in your diet, it'll actually tell you how many years left you have in your brain before you actually can't reverse it. It's so powerful. Wow. And seeing that, it just, it, it gives people that motivation. I had a client that um, if the average female's life expectancy is 82, that's on average. Obviously, many live longer, many live shorter, but the average life expectancy is 82. Her brain span showed her brain literally dying, like degenerating about 12 years before that. And she was 41. So for her, she didn't change her lifestyle, get the supplements in, change her diet, start exercising. If she didn't change anything, basically when she hit 12, uh, 70 years old, it was downhill. That's like, and she was having brain fog already at 41, just so you know. So my point is that these tools are so powerful. My mantra is test, don't guess. So it's called the Omega-3 Inflammation Test Kit. Um, it's super easy to order. Um, you, you do the prick at home, you send it back into the lab and within 12 to 14 days, they give you this beautiful report. It's not that expensive. And uh, the report tells you exactly what you need to know, what you need to do and what you need to take. And um, yeah, we have our fish oil, which we love. And of course, the black seed oil, uh, which is, you know, the most powerful natural anti-inflammatory. It's three times more anti-inflammatory than turmeric as a as an anti-inflammatory. We found this amazing source in Israel, um, which has this active ingredient called thymoquin, uh, which is the, um, the anti-inflammatory component of the black seed. And it's three times stronger than turmeric, but the kind we found is also three times stronger than every other black seed oil you're going to find in the continental United States. So very, very cool stuff we're doing. And ultimately, what's the name of the game? It's about inflammation. We do not die of old age. We die of inflammation. Sugar equals inflammation, right? So whatever we can do to lower that inflammatory process is going to basically move that dial towards our favor of better longevity, better quality of life. Okay. Oh my gosh. So amazing. Now, can people from outside of the U.S. order your the omega-3 inflammation test kit? Um, that's a good question. Um, I should know this. This That's the part of the business that I don't deal with, but we can get that answer. Um, I think that you can because you're literally just uh, you're just ordering the kit that comes to you yeah. and then basically, but we, we ship the kit straight from Brainspan. We don't actually hold them in our warehouse. Yeah. Um, so I will get that answer, but domestic, absolutely. Okay. Um, it might be a hiccup with international. So I don't okay. know. I will get that answer for you. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah. So I, all I'm going to say is that I, yeah, there are all kinds of, there truly are some amazing supplement companies out there. This is one of them. 
So go and check out his website. Shameless plug for Dr. Joffrey. I take his supplements. <laughs> I take the black seed oil. My daughter is on all the greens. My husband takes the omega-3s. Like we're all in on this, the, the quality of these products. And if you uh, if you do your research, you'll see that. In fact, when you look at the reviews on these products, like your acid kicking minerals, lemon, 397 five-star reviews. I mean, they're just phenomenal. You can't fake that. No. You can't no. fake, you can't fake that level of people who know what, you know, these are people that are looking for good quality products. We so pride, we pride ourselves on that. I mean, that's why it took me two years to launch this company. And, you know, we wanted to create something that was going to truly make a difference in our health. Right. Um, and people are, are literally transforming their health with this. And just a little tip, if you take the black seed oil and the fish oil at the same time. So if I'm taking, if I'm having dinner yeah. and I take it together, yep. the research shows is that there's a synergistic effect on inflammation. So by themselves, very, very powerful, but together it's to that nth power. And there's over a thousand studies on black seed oil. And you know how hard it is for supplement supplements to do like human studies because there's just the money. It's like, that's what drug companies do. And that's why they're so powerful. Mm -hmm. um, but there actually is a human study on black seed oil, this specific one that we have in here mm -hmm. um, showing its powerful effects at lowering, in, at lowering blood pressure. Um, literally, lowering blood pressure. Why? Because blood pressure, increased blood pressure is caused by inflammation of the cardiovascular system. So you're getting to the root cause of it. Um, so there actually was a human study on that. So it's so powerful. We take it every single day. I wouldn't miss a day. Got it. Love it. All right. Let's talk about acid reflux. What do you want us to know about that? Well, I think you you were alluding to it when you introduced it before, which is the huge misconception, which is it's not caused by too much acid. It's caused by too little acid. And um, I think going back to what you're talking about when we say alkalizing, the one organ of the body that you need to have a very acidic pH is your stomach, All right? So when I say get off your acid, I'm not talking about the stomach pH. We need to have a very acidic stomach. I'm talking about the uh, the acidity of the tissues of the body uh, where all that acidosis basically lands. It's the toxins. It's the inflammation landing in our, our tissue. It's that latent tissue acidosis. So the stomach, we need to have a, an acidic pH. And here's the problem. As we get older, we don't tend to get stronger. We get a little weaker. We don't get faster. We get a little slower. We don't produce more acid in the stomach. We produce less acid. And which part of the population tends to get acid reflux? Is it the people in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s? Or is it in the teens and the 20s? Later in life. Yeah, of course. Now, a little asterisk to that, I am seeing many more clients in their 20s, even teens, actually getting acid reflux. Why? Because we are acidifying our body so much and putting so much sugar into our body, it's actually causing the pH of the stomach to shift off course and now it's creating this. So, um, so yes, but classically, it's as we get into the older population because they have less stomach acid. And the problem with that is that number one, what are most doctors doing for acid reflux? What are they giving their patients? Uh, an, an acid reducer or medication. Yeah. Yeah. PPIs, proton pump inhibitors. And, you know, if someone's in a very like bad state, like my dad passed away from esophageal cancer. And now I know looking back, he has silent reflux. Um, you know, it was so bad that he passed out driving 70 miles per hour like this. My mom is like literally uh, knitting as she fills the car, starting to do this. She looks over at my father and he's passed out against the window. Literally 70 miles per hour just before Harford as the car crashes into the concrete divider and she literally pulls his leg off the accelerator, pulls the keys out of the ignition. It's a miracle for us that they didn't die from an accident. But why did my dad pass out at that steering wheel? 
because he had this silent reflux for years. I'm like, this is before I got into gut health and all this. In fact, I became a gut expert because of this instance and what my father went through. Um, but for years, he had this like dry cough. And I'm like, what is that? I remember saying, why does he have this dry hacking cough? <clears throat> like so many people with acid reflux, it's not the true heartburn here. It's throat burn. It's the lump in the throat. It's the sinus congestion. It's the nose congestion. It's the inner ear congestion where you have to pop your ears. This is what we're seeing with reflux, not to mention the ulcers. So with my father, um, the acid, even though it's low levels of acid, what happens at nighttime when we lay down, that acid tends to reflux back up into the esophagus. Why? Because that sphincter valve there should be opening and closed. We eat food, it opens, food comes in. It, there's enough acid now to digest our food that triggers that valve to close. What happens because of a magnesium and mineral deficiency, so coming back to the magnesium, that valve stays locked open like this. So even though there's lower levels of acid, what happens is that's a trigger for it to not to close as well. That acid comes up and goes up into the esophagus and acid is corrosive, right? You put, you know, uh, chicken bones in acid, it's going to corrode those chicken bones, anything. You put it on paint, it's going to corrode that paint. So it was literally corroding my dad's esophageal lining to the point that it was eating him alive from the inside out. And he was bleeding, right? So he had some, 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 uh, some blood in his stool. He was bleeding from the inside out so much so that his, um, his, uh, his blood levels became so low. He actually passed out and he had to have two transfusions when they rushed him to the hospital. So anyway, my point is that the cause of acid reflux, the biggest misconception, not too much acid, too little acid, and also a dysbiotic microbiome. So we have dysbiosis of the gut. Um, what happens is, is that when we have low levels of acid, there are three major problems. Number one, you have to understand is that you're not what you eat, you're what you digest, absorb, and assimilate. And we were talking about this before we started. So when we're eating our food, you could be eating the best strength eating diet, organic, all that good stuff. But if we don't have enough acid, especially with the protein, we're not digesting our food. So there's a delayed digestion now as those nutrients come into the body or lack thereof, we're not digesting those foods. So now we can't absorb and assimilate those foods. So into the body, we get a malnutrition, a lack of nutrition, low energy, low vibration. Number two, we get food sensitivities because we're not digesting our food. So now our gut attacks those, um, the, the non-digested food particles as non-self, right? So like Florence eats avocado, she can't fully digest that fat. Now it goes into the biome. Now our immune system attacks it as non-self that creates inflammation. The third problem is now without the acid, which should be the first line of defense when we're drinking water, when we're eating food or air, right? The pathogens, whether it's a bacteria, a virus like COVID, um, a parasite, candida, they bypass that first line of defense and they go right into the gut and they start to set up shop and cause massive inflammation. Well, these pathogens, which I find in every test, I do, I do stool samples with all my clients, and it's incredible what we find. I've never seen a clean test. Well, these pathogens that are living in our gut, which are the bad guys, right? These are the weeds in the garden, not the flowers like the probiotics. They have waste products. And part of that waste product is gas, which again is further pushing up that acid into here, causing acid reflux. So ultimately, acid reflux is something that is a, it's an epidemic. Um, over 50% of the population is on medications for them. And um, the, yeah, one in four people have GERD, which is chronic, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease. Wow. Um, it's just, it's become a massive, massive problem. And the doctors are going about this the wrong way. They're putting people on acid blocking drugs, 
It's taking the little acid that we have and it's making no acid. So I might feel better because a drug is powerful. It's going to actually change symptoms. But I'm telling you, I can't. How many times I get clients coming to me on 80 milligrams of omeprazole and they still are dying. They're suffering. Um, why? Because we're not treating the cause. We're only making the cause worse. We're snipping off the wire to the alarm. The fire is raging in the body and it's still taking them out. Um, so this is why I have a very strategic approach to, to treating acid reflux, but you have to test. It's so important. We look at food sensitivities with an MRT test and a, a GI map, which is a stool sample test. But that aside, like there's things that we can do um, just by cleaning up our diet, getting on that mineral supplement. Like for anyone with acid reflux, this is the first supplement I put them on because that bicarbonate is going to soothe and calm everything in the upper GI tract. And uh, just that magnesium helps to heal the sphincter muscles and just the whole upper GI. So there's a lot of different things that we could do, but that's kind of the gist of it. Um, feel free to to go from from that for where you want to take it, but um, it's mm. it's a huge problem. And again, Hippocrates said, look to the gut; it's the cause of all disease. I take it one step further. I say hypochloridria, which is low stomach acid, is the ultimate driver of disease because it's making those three things happen. We don't digest our food. We get low energy malnutrition. We get food sensitivities, and now we get all these stealth pathogens living in our gut which eventually leak into the body via leaky gut up to the brain. Um, and, you know, even children, you know, we could talk about what it does in children, pans, panda, which I went through with my son. I have two clients right now, brothers and sisters, uh, dealing with uh, inflammation of the brain uh, that's coming from a chronic strep infection in the gut. No doctors picked it up, but we did on a, on a routine GI map stool sample test. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is all tied into autoimmunity as well. How is that? Because the body is attacking itself because it's so toxic. I mean, the first gland that gets hit by toxicity is the thyroid gland, right? So, so many clients I see with uh, low thyroid function, whether it's um, hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, uh, what, again, the doctors are not looking at is what is that thyroid not getting that it needs to sustain its health? Well, number one, the thyroid gland is the very first gland that gets hit by toxins leaking in through leaky gut. So that's the first thing. What it does is it lowers the pH of the thyroid. Um, so the pH of the thyroid should be between 6.3 and 6.6, .6, and it lowers that pH. So now the thyroid gland can't upregulate the nutrients that it needs to have healthy T3, T4 hormones, um, like selenium, vitamin C, iodine, magnesium. But the other big problem is, is that when we have low stomach acid, right, we can't get those nutrients from the food. So now the thyroid is basically starving itself because it's not getting those nutrients that it needs. So now a routine blood test, we're seeing all these thyroid hormones out of whack, even things like Hashimoto's, but what we're not understanding is that the thyroid is not getting the things that it needs to basically function, right? Because it's all about how things function in the body. Um, so that's what I do with all my thyroid uh, clients, you know, whether they're on medication or not, we have to optimize digestive function. So now that the thyroid gland can start to get those things that it needs. So when we look at all these different autoimmune issues that the body's going through, um, we can really chalk it down to there are deficiencies that the body has, um, things, nutrients that it needs that it's not getting, whether that's minerals like magnesium or probiotics or omega-3 fatty acids or vitamin D3 with K2, those are the big five, um, or there's toxins in the body that's taking out things downstream, right? So uh, if I see a bunch of dead salmon in the lake, like what's causing those salmon to die? Most allopathic medicine is going to go and start to like poke and prod and, you know, see what's going on with the salmon. We should do that anyway, right? But what about upstream, right? What's going on upstream with that factory that's dumping mercury into the river that's going into that lake that's killing off all the salmon? 
So we got to be smart and start to think outside the box, which is, yes, we have to rule out pathology. And that's where allopathic medicine is at its best, prices care. But what about healthcare? What about how the body's functioning? Giving the body the things it needs so it's not deficient or toxic. Because ultimately, deficiency and toxicity is the cause of all dis-ease with a hyphen. Lack of balance, lack of harmony. And the more dis-ease that happens, it leads to disease. Whether that's autoimmune issues, heart disease, um, cancer, which is now overtaking heart disease as the number one killer in 21 states, um, mm. diabetes, uh, Alzheimer's. Like these are all chronic inflammatory diseases. The question is, is which avenue is my body going to go down, right? Is it going to go down the diabetes route? Is it going to go down the heart disease route? Is it going to go down the cancer route? They're all common cause, which is chronic inflammatory disease from deficiency and toxicity. So what we do is that our goal, like the plant wilts, right? It needs water. It needs sunlight. It needs nutrients in the soil, right? That's strengthening the plant, but that plant can still wilt and die. It doesn't need drugs and surgery unless it's past this limitation of matter. That's where crisis care comes in, right? But there's nothing, I always say there's nothing healthy or caring about this sick care model that we have. Let's give the plant what it needs. Let's give it those nutrients, water, sunlight, nutrients. But what about the, t the gasoline leaking in from the gas station next door that's going into the root system of that plant that's making it toxic? So no matter how much good stuff you give that plant, it's still toxic. It still will wilt and die. You gave it a better fighting chance because you gave it those things that it needs, but you have to address both things. When you give the plant all the things that it needs to sustain itself and thrive and you remove the toxins, what happens? The plant will heal itself. Why? Because the plant is self-healing, it's self-regulating, and it will restore itself. It will heal and restore and make itself new again based on what you're giving it and taking out. Our bodies are no different. We've got to treat our bodies exactly like that plant. Give our bodies the things that it's deficient in, take out the toxins, and if you're not too far gone, most of the time we're not, your body can heal, restore, and make itself new again. Mm, amazing, amazing. I'll summarize by this. That sugar is both a toxin and it creates deficiencies because it's so acidic. It's pulling minerals out of our bones and our teeth. And um, and it's also, yeah, so it's doing a double whammy there that it's creating these deficiencies and it's fully toxic to the body. And so it's not enough to just stop eating sugar. It's not enough to say, great, I'm eating whole foods because you just may not be getting enough of the minerals you need to replenish the body. And to, and to optimize health, in which case that's where your green your green powders are amazing. Uh, totally think people should check them out. How often? So going back to that on a little side tangent here, how often should people take them, and how often? Like, I mean, for how long? Like, is it once a day, a glass, or before every meal? And then, how do you know when you're starting to remineralize? Like, how do you know when you've got enough? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Um, minimum, you should take the greens every single morning, the second you wake up, because it's going to start your day right. It's going to energize. Um, and then I'll take my minerals about an hour before I go to bed, because it really helps with sleep. It doesn't make you sleepy. The body is most acidic in the middle of the night. So it's neutralizing those acids. So your body can get that deep REM sleep. So that's like minimum. But you know, it's, it's like, the more you do, the better, you know, it's like, I'll, I'll drink this, these greens two or three times a day. Um, mm -hmm. I drink them when I wake up, my kids do as well before they go to school. That's the rule. Mm -hmm. And then like, I'll throw it in my smoothie later in the day. And then like two o'clock, um, or like right before we got on this, I did another greens and some water, which takes 30 seconds just to kind of re-energize and re-pick up my body. Um, mm -hmm. it's basically about, it's like the alkaline energizer bunny. Um, when it's like when that battery is really alkaline, it's rocking and rolling. But when that battery is dead, 
What is it? The battery turns acid, it's corroded. It's no different with the body. So minimum once a day, ideally like two or three times a day, then you're really kicking acid, as I like to say. Okay. Um, so the more the better. There was times I, I did like 10 live blood cell tests in a day. I didn't eat any solid food. I drank like 10 scoops of this. It was incredible. So I'm not saying you need to do that. I've been doing this for years. But again, keeping it simple, drink the greens when you wake up in the morning, drink the minerals at night. Um, but the greens you can drink, you know, mid-morning or, or before that 3 p.m. crash if you get that. Um, if I have a hardcore workout, I'll drink my minerals during or right after that workout um, because it neutralizes those acids. In fact, Shakira, we had a great um, right before she was in the um, she sang at the um, halftime uh, Super Bowl, pretty much Super Bowl it was. There was a big article in Vogue magazine how she said these acid picking minerals that we have right here. This was the key to her recovery for her halftime show. It was so cool. Oh, I was like, wow, Shakira's drinking these things. That's awesome. You know, um, oh, wow. So like, you know, I'm not saying that to impress anybody, but to impress upon you, which is like, they're so powerful to recover um, after a, a workout or a stressful experience. Like if you're very stressed, it's going to eat away at your minerals. You need to up your minerals. Mm -hmm. So minimum once a day, but you can do them more than that based on what you have. And how do you know that you're making a change in your body? You're going to feel it. You know, you're going to start to feel, uh, you know, revived and more energy and more pep in your step and better sleep. Your skin's going to start to glow. Basically, and I mean this sincerely, you're going to look and feel 10 years younger once you start to do this on a regular basis. Hey, amazing. Oh my gosh, I'm fired up. I want to go get a go. I want, I want to end this now so I can go get me some green juice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do you have any final words you'd like to share before we wrap up today? Um, well, we didn't talk about it, but one thing I want to, I want to offer uh, to you is um, a, a, we'll do like a special, you know, Florence, because your, your tribe is amazing. And I love and adore you and everything you stand for. If anyone wants to go through my lab gut package, um, we'll give a, a very nice discount to your tribe. And I can share that link with you, um, you know, off of this, um, because it's really where the gut starts. So I'm happy to do that. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we all got lots going on. You know, there, there's so much stress you know you look at time time is a concept but it seems like time is moving very fast especially these last three years um i think the key thing is that you got to take care of yourself you know um you know, i see my kids just coming in from school right now you know brayden turns nine in a few weeks Aaliyah just turned six it's like i look at them and like that's my why that's my purpose but i want to be around as long as possible i want to have a good quality of life so i can be with them and see them grow up and and see what happens with them and take care of them to the best of my ability but guess what I can put my mask on before I put their mask on. So I think at the end of the day is like when I was in my sugar addiction years, it was always like the next day. It was always like tomorrow. I was great during the day, Florence, but at nighttime is when I derailed, like everything quieted down. I, all the stress kind of ca caught up with me. And then I would go to that kitchen and I would, you know, go to the back of the uh, cabinet where I would hide the sugary foods and boom, I was just throwing that stuff in my body. And it was, once I had that one cookie or donut, I was like, all right, I can go to town tonight. I'll start, I'll start over tomorrow. Like how many times did I tell that lie to myself? And it was a lie, you know, it was, it was, it was demonic. It was the devil talking to me. So for, for me, I guess my point is, is that it all comes down to your purpose, your why. Um, if there's, if you're out there and you've been really having trouble with sugar addiction or beating that sugar addiction, I've been there a million times. So I get it. Um, you gotta really focus on what is that why? And, and weight loss could be a, a why, but that's a superficial why. I'm talking about something that moves you down to your very soul, something that when you think about it, it literally like gives you goosebumps. It makes you want to get up and like take action, right? So I would recommend that everybody take five minutes right now. Don't do it tomorrow. Don't do it, you know, tonight. Do it right now when you hear this because procrastination is the killer of dreams. Do it now and like write down what your why is. 
Because once you hone in on that and you get laser focused and you read that every morning and every day, and you put it up on your mirror um, and you put it in your pocket, like nothing will stop you. I promise this. Nothing de- will derail you. I don't care if it's a pandemic, a death in the family, whatever it is, right? You'll deal with those stresses as they come, but you're going to be so focused on your purpose, your why, your outcome that you're not going to get off track. So I think that is the most important thing is that we gave you a lot of different strategies today, which is going to help you get to where you need to go. And that's critical too, but that's 20% of your success. 80%, and I'll even say 100% of your success is why you're in this game. So no matter where you're at, do not beat yourself up for where you've been. Today is your new day. It's never too late. It's never too late. I don't care how old you are. This is your next act. Start right now, not tomorrow morning. Now, start with one thing. Pick that one thing. Pick the why and then get going. And then you add and then you add and you add and you stack. And before you know it, that stacking process is going to be a big geometric change in your body, in your health, in your energy. And then you're going to see your life transform before your very eyes. You're going to not only feel better, your relationships will get stronger. Everything will get better in your life. (laughs) Fantastic. That was one of the best rah-rah speeches. (laughs) Wonderful. It is true, right? You know, and I look at every time in my life when I've been overweight or I've been down or depressed or whatever, it's like I've been off my game. I've been off, I've been off my game, not doing all the things that I know I need to do. We know what we need to do. We know what clean eating is. We just need to raise our standards, throw that stake in the ground and step up and say, I'm going to do this now. You know, I love that. I love that quartz. In my first book, I give a story about Cortez, the conquistador. He gets to the island with his, with his Spanish armada and he's like, burn the boats, right? If you want to take the island, you got to burn your boats because there's no going back. I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay and fight. I'll die here, but I'm not going back to the old lifestyle. You need to be willing to burn your boats if you want to make a transformation in your life. So do it and do it now. And you can do it. I know you can do it. And lean on people like Florence and the amazing things that she's doing because she's such an amazing resource of information. And it doesn't matter how much money we have, right? Um, whether we're doing better financially or worse financially, your greatest resource is resourcefulness. And lean on people like Florence and the things we're saying today to, to really go to that next level. There's so many cost-effective ways and ways that don't require money to get there. So just really lean in and lean in. And if there's someone that's getting the results that you want, just listen to them every day and get psyched and get pumped and turn that into an action step. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Love and appreciate you and everybody. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in this week. If you would like more interviews, more information, and more inspiration on how to break up with sugar, go to my YouTube channel, Kick Sugar Coach, or my website, kicksugarcoach.com. See you next week.